Welcome to the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide our clients is leveraging our experience having helped hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. On this podcast, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our clients. We share some insights on financial topics, and we interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Today's episode is going to be all about the election. We're going to be talking about you know, what you might be thinking when it comes to uh, you know, what the election outcome is going to be and how it might affect your portfolio. We know that's something that is hot on some people's minds. So we're going to get into that. Uh, but I am Jason Gabrielli, a financial advisor here at HFM Investment Advisors, and I am joined with Tyler Reedman, our associate advisor. Hey, Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Tyler. So like I said, one of the things that, that we've been talking to clients a lot about, we've been trying to create content on is what is you know, what, what are, what's on people's minds when it comes to the election? What's on people's minds when it comes to how it's going to impact their portfolio? And our goal, as always, is to try to make sure that whatever's happening in the world, it doesn't ultimately affect what you do with your money or it doesn't, uh, you don't, it doesn't make you uh, jump in and make a bad decision, essentially. Um, and so, you know, with the presidential election, now we're like maybe three weeks away. Um, I'm sure, you know, we've all been inundated with those projections about who's going to win and what that effect is going to be on uh, you know, your stock portfolio or your, your investment portfolio. Uh, and while it's definitely entertaining to want to guess the outcome of the election uh, and how that's going to impact your wealth, it's really important that we keep in mind that, that that can really be a futile exercise once you realize that we really don't know what comes next. Um, you know, we don't know who's going to win. Certainly nobody can predict that. But we also don't know which policies they're going to implement once they actually get in office, right? I mean, that's something we just, none of anybody has control over, including them, if they're not the incumbent already, right? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, not only do we not know exactly what policies, but we also don't know how amenable, amenable the other party is going to be to those policies. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's something where like, you know, it's not just one person getting in and, and doling out what's going to happen, right? And a lot of times that's what that's what we feel like is going to happen, but it's not always the case because they have to contend with members of the other party whether they want to or not. Right? You know, we also don't know how that person in office is going to impact how much people, how much money people want to spend. Uh, we don't know how they're going to impact the sentiment in the economy towards towards spending, towards purchasing. Uh, you know, it's the stuff that's all kind of unknown. Not just that, but in terms of their policies, we don't know which sectors or industries will be the biggest winners, and we certainly don't know which will be the biggest losers as a result of the presidency. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and of course, we always say that the market in and of itself is random and unpredictable, so we don't know how investors are going to react to one of the things that may have already been priced in regarding the electrical election. We don't know. Yeah. There's certainly been, I think we can agree, right, yeah. uh, a lot of movement in the market <laughs> this year, to say the least. Uh, and it's important to remember that, you know, if we go back in our time machine to 2016, um, there was a lot of pundits and investors galore predicting that there was going to be this huge stock market crash if, if Trump got elected. And if we remember, aside from the pandemic we're going through now, you know, stocks rose steadily for most of his entire first term. Uh, there's actually been 130 new all-time highs on the S&P while Trump's been president. Totally. I mean, and look back eight years before that, when Obama was running for office. I mean, people on the other side of the aisle were saying that his radicalism was going to kill the Dow. Well, that's not really what happened, right? We went on a crazy long bull market from 2009 onward. That lasted the entirety of that following decade. Um, 
you know, there are also 130 new all-time highs on the S&P 500 during Obama's tenure. So that's important to look at from that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that a lot of our content tends to key in on and a lot of things we read in the financial news is that it's important to keep a long-term perspective and that throughout the course of history, if you look back at presidential elections, you have a good graph that we've shown in a couple of our presentations where it shows the, the power changing hands between the Republicans and the Democrats in, in the presidential elections over the course of the last 90 years. And it shows that in most cases, the market continues to go up. You know, there's a handful, I think it's like two or three presidents that ended up actually losing money for investors. But for the most part, it was just a continual trend upwards, certainly over that whole 90-year period. Uh, and that's what you see a lot. But we want to remind people that all presidents have also had down periods, right? They've all had some down marks. I know Tyler has some data on that that yeah. I thought was pretty interesting. When you look at it from the short-term perspective and we look at, you know, what are these presidents' worst drawdowns? Well, let's start with President Trump. 2020 has been a little crazy with the coronavirus and the election year, and we've been down 34% at the all-time low. Look back at Barack Obama, his worst drawback was about 23%. Bill Clinton was 19%. Ronald Reagan, right, we talked about expansion during that time. Well, he had a drawdown of about 34%. Um, different parties, right, Republicans were in office, Democrats were in office, but all of these presidents have had pretty bad drawdowns. Go back to Herbert Hoover during the Great Depression, that drawdown was 86%. Yeah, so it's pretty rough about, go, right? Talk about coronavirus yeah, being right. down 34%. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't around during the Great Depression because that was a, a pretty serious drawback. Yeah, it definitely keeps things in perspective to look at history because one of the cliches in, in investment investing is that this time is different. And, and to be honest with you, every time is different, right? But we can it certainly really look good. at yeah, we can certainly look at history and see, you know, how the market has responded in, in certain cases. It's really important to understand that politicians actually have far less control over the stock market than most people would like to believe, and certainly than yeah. most news outlets would have you believe. I mean, you flip on the news, you flip on you know Yahoo Finance or or whatever, wherever you go for your news, and they're they're you know they're saying if so and so gets an office, it's going to be like this, and it's it's just not not always the case. Right. How um, often does that happen? Yeah, I well, mean, even this year. Yeah. I mean, you think with the coronavirus and, and now the election coming up, you would expect that the market would totally be in the toilet. And it was yeah. a little bit in March, right? But look at what's happened. Yeah. No, and, and it's, it's really tough for investors. I mean, we know that it's an incredibly emotional time, right? Um, I think we can both agree that this could be the most uh, emotionally charged election that we've seen. Um, all elections are emotional, right? Talking about politics to a lot of people is emotional. But it's really important to not let that creep into your investing and your financial decision making and to make sure that we're separating emotions from investing, which is super hard to do. But I think a, a cool question then becomes, I know this stuff is happening. How can I best place myself um, from a long-term perspective for what's going to happen? Yeah. And if you're one of the people who is you know, really thinking about selling all my stocks and, and based on who the winner is uh, and you know, moving to Canada or whatever, you know, whatever yeah, right. um, it's really important that you ask yourself some really important questions. We have a blog that we read that goes over some of these that we thought was really good. Uh, and if you're thinking about selling everything, there's some important questions you do got to ask yourself. The first is, if I sell out of the market because of the president, does that mean I have to stay out of the market until a new president takes over? Yeah, so four years you're out of the market right there. The market could be going up. The next question asks, if I sell out of the market because of the president and the stock market moves higher, will I buy back in or am I going to continue to sit on the sidelines? 
That's a great point because I like that question because whenever anybody wants to sell and get out, that's one of the things I always ask them is that when you try to market time, which is what that is, your market timing, mm-hmm. it, you have to make two decisions. You have to make the decision of when I'm, when I'm getting out and when I'm getting back in. Right. And you think it would be easy. Oh, I'll get back in when it starts going up. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do because – as it starts to go back up, there's always that typical delay, like, oh, I'll wait till next much? week. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right? And then it goes up so much. Well, it's up so high. I'm like, I can't put money in now. It's right, going to come back right. down. And all of a sudden, you're stuck out. Mm-hmm. Another question is, you know, if I sell out of the market because of the president and the stock market crashes, will I buy in at lower prices or continue to sit out based on my political beliefs? Right? So even if things go down, uh, as you anticipate, are you going to buy back in or are you just going to sit on the sidelines? Yeah. Our last one here is, if I sell out of the market because of the president and things don't turn out as bad as I originally thought, how will I know I was wrong? I mean, how can you benchmark that and look back and really uh, kind of gauge yourself? How will I know that I was wrong here? Yeah, it's really tough to do. Uh, Gauging returns in general is a tough thing to do, but then you start factoring in, getting in and out at different times. It's just not, you know, it's, there's no easy answers when it comes to handicapping the markets or trying to figure out which direction the market's going to go, especially like you said, once you factor in emotions and all that kind of stuff, because investing is already emotional and it's already, you know, there's a lot of cognitive biases that go in on our minds that determine how we invest money. And so, you know, once you add all that stuff in, it's, it's really hard to get it right. And it adds a lot of stress and anxiety that you don't necessarily need to achieve your goals when it comes to your investing. And that's what we want to tie everything back to is what is your time horizon for your money? What is your plan look like in your life? And then build your investment strategy on top of that. Not look outward at the world and what's happening on a macro level and try to build your investment strategy from that because you just make yourself crazy. Yeah. The most important thing to me is keeping that long-term perspective. I mean, even if we're looking at, you know, a person's investable time, um, you know, lifetime, one year really isn't that much. We're looking at decades, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So keep that long-term perspective, especially with investing. Also, make sure you're globally diversified. All this stuff going on in the United States right now is just more reason than ever to make sure that you're invested in stocks overseas, in Asia, in, you know, in the United Kingdom. Make sure you have that global diversification. That's a great point. That's a great point. Diversification is one of those things that, you know, is, is perennial. It should always be in your portfolio. And so I want to leave you with two parting thoughts. There's really not much we can be certain about when it comes to the future of investing or the world in general. But there's certain things we can say that we're pretty confident. And one of the things is that the stock market's pretty much going to continue to go up and down no matter who the next president. Right. You know, if it was easy, there'd be no return. Uh, and part of the deal when we invest in the stock market is that it's going to go up and down. And that's going to keep happening regardless of who wins. And the second thing is that investing your money based on how you vote in November is probably not going to result in a level-headed financial decision. And that's really the thing. That that's the theme is that we want to make sure that you know you can have your political beliefs, you can have your your social beliefs, and those are totally understandable. And your fears that you have are totally founded. But please make sure you really think through if you're considering making a change in your portfolio because of that, as those things should really, in most cases, be kept separate. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for taking the time to join us today. If you have any questions, we're happy to talk more about this one on one. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM Investment Advisors, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at www.hfmadvisors.com. The spoken advice in this podcast is presented by HFM Investment Advisors, LLC, an independent registered investment advisor. Please note, registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
there is no guarantee that any strategy will be successful.